The Latter-day Lives podcast is not owned or operated by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Any opinions expressed or implied in this recording are solely those of the host and guests and not of any specific organization, unless otherwise stated. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Latter-day Lives. This is episode 15. I am your host, Sean Rapier, and we have got a tremendous show for you. Uh, Samson and Harris started a YouTube channel about a year ago called Yo Samo, and it has become a real sensation. Just hilarious. I have been a fan for quite some time. And it's just so, so funny. Special thanks to my friend Brian Emery, who's been in some of their videos. Uh, He is a friend of theirs and a friend of mine and connected us together. Thank you, Brian. We appreciate that. I'll tell you, we put this uh, meeting together very quickly. Within a day of reaching out to them, they were coming over. But because of travel schedules and work schedules, the only time we could do it was 5 o'clock in the morning. So at the beginning, uh, considering... I often get up early, but I had gone to bed at one the night before. I think I had three or three and a half hours of sleep. So please forgive me for how sleepy I am at the beginning of the interview, including asking Samson a question and then apparently just not listening to it at all. You'll hear it all in the interview. Samson and Harris are two of the best guys I have ever met. I love these guys. They are everything I love about awesome members of the church And uh, we just have a fantastic conversation. You're going to love them as much as I do. And then in the My Latter-day Life section, I actually have a challenge for my listeners that came from one of our listeners. And uh, I'll tell you all about that. So again, thank you for joining us. Sit back, relax, and here is this week's conversation. Today on the podcast, in our studios, we have got true superstars. We're very, very excited to have the creators of Yosamo, which is a YouTube channel, a series of videos uh, that are just hilarious. In studio, we've got the creators of Yosamo, Harris and Samson. Guys, welcome. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, so glad to have you guys here. I have been a Yosamo fan for... Gosh, at least four or five months, and my kids and I have watched these videos again and again, and we just <laughs> laugh so hard. And if you have not checked it out, it's Yo, Y-O, and then Samo, S-A-M-O. So before we get to anything about who you guys are and where, where the videos started, let's talk about the name. What is Yo Samo? Why the name Yo Samo? Um, back in college, I used to play rugby back at, uh, at West Point, and... Um, that was my nickname. They gave me uh, for Samson, Samo, and I, I was known by Samo for a long time uh, until I grew up out of uh, being a college kid and became an adult, and no one knew me by that for, for a long time, and then we were trying to give a name. And it was just it, Samson for a long time. Yeah, it, it was official. Now I was an official adult. Samson, yeah, sure, so. you can't be Samo <laughs> your <laughs> whole life. <laughs> can't be a college kid. So we, yeah. were, we were kind of throwing our names, huh? And we were saying, uh, I think I Can Sam was one name we thought about. Uh, I eat sandwiches. <laughs> I eat sandwiches. Yeah. I yes. <laughs> so I can Sam was almost the number one that I think we almost chose that. And then the very end, um, like my my brother's like, "Yo, why don't you just call it Yo Samuel?" Like, oh yeah, that's the old name we used to use, and uh, that's what we went it's with. Great. Well, it works very very well, and I can't imagine it being anything other than Yo <laughs> right. Samuel. So let's get let's get Samson since we've kind of started into your life. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where'd you grow up, and yeah. what what brought you here? So I was a military brat. So I grew up in Germany, um, California, Texas, Korea, kind of all over the place. And then uh, after uh, I graduated high school, I, went, I joined the military too, went through academy and then uh, served a mission in Panama. And wow. then came back and um, went in the army, flew helicopters, airplanes. Wow. And then finished that up, uh, did some health and fitness businesses. And then uh, led me back here to Utah because uh, I'm always a mama boy at heart. Mom and daddy live here, and so I live about two or three miles down from the road from my mom and dad. And so my kids get a chance to grow up with their, their grandparents. Oh, it's a that's country. great. Yeah, I, I have the same same experience. My in-laws and my, and my parents both live right here. So my parent, my kids all grown up with, with family, and that's incredible. It's huge. Now, a big part of the videos is that you are Polynesian. That comes. That theme comes into a lot of the videos. And your family is Samoan? Yes. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And it, it, it comes through in the videos. That's very, very cool. And, uh, but you served in the Philippines too. How was the Philippines? Uh, the uh, Philippines and Panama, almost the same, but Panama is where I served. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Panama, the Philippines. I don't know why I was hooked on the Philippines. Did you say the Philippines at some point? Oh, Panama. Okay, out of full disclosure, it is 5.43 in the morning. We are re- literally recording this at 5.43. So at this point, I've forgotten my own name. Yeah, Panama. Panama. I'm going to start making <laughs> stuff up. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, and, so you, and so you guys are from Mexico. That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, Panama, my bad. So, how was Panama for a mission? Uh, of course. Like, you know, we always say we, we served in the best mission ever in the world. Yeah. So, I love Panama. Panama was uh, so many amazing families and people there, like, big hearts, and yeah. the members are awesome there. That's fantastic. Harris, what's your journey? I was born in Samoa. Uh, my parents both uh, migrated to, to Laie, Hawaii, to attend mm. BYU, Hawaii. And so that's where I was raised, in Laie. Went to Kahuku High School, graduated a Red Raider. You know, Kahuku, we're very proud of our Red Raiders. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I started my mission in Chicago. That's oh, where I fantastic. learned English. Yeah. And then... <laughs> And then uh, I transferred from BYU Hawaii <laughs> to <laughs> so, and then I transferred from BYU Hawaii to, to to Provo here, and graduated in 2011. And uh, right now, I, I I used to work for an internet marketing firm. Mm. Decided to go on my own, uh, kind of do a freelance. But for the most part, I'm, I'm just a, a glorified stay-at-home dad. Yeah, my, I have a sugar mama. <laughs> <laughs> takes care of me. So. I, to- I totally missed that train. Man, how did I not get that train? <laughs> so, yeah. I oh, mean, that's and, and that's then, really cool. Yeah, sh- my sugar mom allows me to, to, to shoot videos. and That's awesome. Yeah, we have lots of fun. So like a lot of mainlanders, my primary exposure to uh, Polynesians is Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I have a great love for Hawaii. Who doesn't? Yes, but uh, nice. my parents uh, got back uh, t- two years ago, I think, from a mission. Mm-hmm. to uh, the Big Island. Wow. And I just love wow. it. I just, man, that's a beautiful place. Big Island, awesome. But we've been, uh, we spent some time on Oahu and Maui mm-hmm. and Kauai. What a, just beautiful place. Just Favorite awesome. island? Favorite island for me, probably Kauai. Okay. I love Kauai. It's just beautiful. I'll tell you one thing that comes through, by the way, in your videos about, I would say, here I, I'm going to paint with a broad brush on Polynesians generally, but I know it's in Hawaii a lot. When we were there, uh, we were there visiting my parents. We went when they had a week left on their mission. And it was me and a few of my kids. And uh, and we would go visit these families. And what was funny was they would get angry with us that we didn't stay with them. (laughs) And it'd be like, it would be like, there's five of us. And they're in a two-bedroom house with three kids (laughs) and the parents. And they'd go, where are you staying? And we go, well, we're staying at the Marriott just down the street. What? Yeah. What? They're, and they were like, you know, no, there were six of us. They're like, we have like two couches. Why are you, why are you at the Marriott? Can you get out of it? Because you can just stay here. Like, like it was like almost like offending people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That means they consider you family. Yeah. Which was so, awesome. Yeah. Oh, and the, the, and then I, I actually, I do a lot of firesides. And so I spoke at a fireside in their ward. And it was supposed to just be for the youth. And they were like, yeah, we're going to do it in this, you know, in this one room. And then they were like, well, some of the adults are coming. We're going to move to the uh, Relief Society room. <laughs> and like, All right, we're actually going to do it in the overflow. No, we're going to move to the chapel now. <laughs> and like the whole ward came out for wow. this thing. And the amount of love we were shown, just incredible. Yeah, that awesome. comes through. Awesome. A family is like a big, big part of the Polynesian yes. life. Mm-hmm. And I know for all my Samoan friends, it's a big, big deal. Yeah. And that's the, the, there's kind of a flip side to it because you guys have addressed this uh, in your videos too, that your mom and your dad stay your mom and your dad. It doesn't matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. One of my favorite, because one of my favorite lines in, in one of your videos, you talk about how uh, you never heard Samoan unless you were in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little That's, bit about that. Well, because <laughs> both my parents, uh, they speak Samoan, but uh, they never taught me and my brothers. And uh, I asked them when I grew up, like, why did you guys do that? You know, now I'm, I'm growing up. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a father myself, and I don't know Samoan. I only know Spanish and a little bit of German. And, and, uh, and they specifically pointed out they want to be able to talk about us kids 
without us understanding. And so we knew every time they were, they were talking to someone in front of us, it was either about us or how we messed up and how we were about to get a spanking. And so that was always the case. And then, yeah, when they started speaking Samoan, it was time to get a sasa, which is a spanking. Yeah, in a sasa. Sasa yeah. is the dreaded word for all kids in Samoan. Once <laughs> you hear that word, you're like, oh, you, just, you can't run, huh? You, just, yeah. you know it's coming, and you just got to stand there and just... Yeah, if, if they slap and you and you try to maneuver yourself out of it, they're going to take... You better come back and <laughs> take the slap. Stand there. <laughs> so, Don't you dare put your hands up either and try to block it. <laughs> if, you want it to, if you want it to get worse, then you better... Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. Yeah, I, I just... I, I picked out that, that one line. So, hmm. so you don't speak someone, but you... Growing up a little bit of time. No, I understand it. Um, yeah. But I don't speak it uh, fluently or comfortably enough. Yeah. But yeah. Um, the same thing. My, my parents has tried their best to speak English to me just because they didn't want me struggling in school. Um, but yeah. That's that's just really funny, though. The, the whole Sasa idea. I wish I had known that when I was <laughs> a younger parent. You know, now my kids are teenagers. They're not afraid of me anymore. But <laughs> had they grown up with the Sasa, maybe they maybe they would have a little bit. So how did you guys first meet? We uh, we both go to a, a Samoan ward in Eagle Mountain. Mm. And so it's there we kind of met. And like, man, this guy's a cool guy. We served in the Young Men's Presidency. Scouts oh, that's together. great. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the best. Yeah. And uh, we, we used to make videos for our award page, right? Uh, oftentimes, and I, I don't, we don't uh, condone this, but we, we would actually just leave our scout troop on their own, and we would just go into, like, behind the bush. And just All the up, leaders. Up. This would be funny. This would be really funny for the video. So, <laughs> Spin out. You guys are doing videos instead of sitting there with the scouts. Yeah, yeah, did you ever yeah. bring the scouts into the videos? Yeah, oftentimes yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your, your scouts must have thought that it, you were so the we coolest. Like, yeah. we, they so, kind of ruined the video, so we told them, you know, we'll just do it next time. <laughs> well, because sometimes the videos have like live firearms going and rolling around like James Bond <laughs> shooting targets, so it's, it's kind of dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you, you, I, I think that there is something officially about the church not wanting deacons to have live firearms. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we get there. To, yeah, somewhere the horses, we left them like at, at a body of water at a lake in, in Hurricane. Like, you guys, you guys don't it's, drown. It's not that deep, don't so drown. we'll just uh, let you guys be and we'll shoot our guns over here. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Gotta post that video. That'll yeah. be a funny video. Yeah, I hope your bishop is listening. Yeah, yeah, he Go was on. there. He was <laughs> there. It <laughs> <laughs> makes it even better. Yeah, you'll find in, in a lot of Polynesian words, not exactly by the book, but yeah. yeah. So we have we have non-member listeners who you know a word we've explained before is our congregation, mm-hmm. um, and so you guys were a specifically Samoan ward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then. Being that you don't speak Samoan, Samson, mm-hmm. uh, so but the, the whole, all the sacrament meeting, everything is done in English, mm-hmm. or was it a little bit of mixed? It's it's mixed. Mixed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they'll they'll usually say it in in Samoan, and then they'll just say the exact same thing in English. Very cool. So, so yeah. we have that video where uh, you're like you're in a class and everyone's speaking Samoan and you don't speak it or like a language and you try to that act like you do. That is the funniest <laughs> video. <laughs> that is real. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there pressure like to be the 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 Samoan speaker in a Samoan word? Yeah, it's because you grow up like man. I'm always so shamed, you know. I'm like, dang, I wish I spoke. And then uh, in those classes, you try your best to act like you do, and you're shaking your head and yes, yeah. and, nodding, <laughs> and nodding, and and end up acting like a fool. But uh, our, our listeners need to check out this video. By the way, again, YouTube.com. The the channel's called Yosamo, but this particular video they're talking about. What's great is uh, you've got Samson who's sitting there stressed out because everybody's introducing themselves <laughs> in Samoan, which is so funny because you keep flashing back to Samson and in his head he's going, why is everybody speaking Samoan? Why am I the only one who doesn't speak? But then a girl comes in. Yeah. And, and she and, serves and Samoan. Yeah, yeah she's and Caucasian. she's Caucasian. Yeah. And so you're thinking, oh, okay, good. There's someone else. And then she starts throwing out here <laughs> Samoan. Like, the funniest part, I don't want to ruin this one for our, our listeners, but the, the teacher asks you to go get chalk. And you come <laughs> back Samoan. with a kid. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Yeah, this is good. Oh, that video is so funny. And it's a struggle for, for non Samoan speakers to, um, because. You are just judged by Samoans if you don't speak Samoan. Are you uh, really? So, and then it's funny when... when is, it, is it like a level of how Samoan you are yeah, as yeah. to whether or not you because speak Samoans Samoan? Because Samoans are very proud to be Samoan. Yeah, you know? sure. 
But then when, when you don't speak to someone and you claim to be someone, then you just get judged by other someone. And what's worse is when you have these Caucasian missionaries who just served in Samoa and they talk to you in Samoa and they give you that same amount of judgment <laughs> or even worse. You're like, you're not a real Samoan. And, and they walk away like, get like, out oh, of my face. You're like, you're <laughs> <laughs> you got 20-year-old white kids <laughs> judging how Samoan you are. And then sometimes you get desperate. You start to do a Samoan dance. And you try to do like, look, at, I can Iuli, I can uh, Samoan. <laughs> Doesn't count. Doesn't, you don't speak yeah. the language. Get out of here. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. so funny. Oh, that's great. So, so how many different kinds of Polynesian wards are there? I mean, I think a lot of our listeners are not going to be familiar. I'm not familiar with how how many are there. So we we're part of the the, Provo, the Tongan stake. Yeah, it's a Tongan stake. So it's a mixture of Tongan wards and Samoan wards. Okay, which I think is fantastic. I think that's really neat. Having all both islands getting the chance to get to know each other and folks, and it, it, I don't know how much you know about it as far as like, you know different islands and different cultures. As far as sometimes back in the days, a lot of clash and people. You know, I'm Samoan, I'm Tongan, and so what I think is fantastic about this stake is that people get the chance to get to know each other and we 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 break down those barriers and people have a, a great uh, relationship with one another and see a lot more similarities than than, uh, than differences between our cultures. That's great. I know years ago there was a big clash. There used to be mm-hmm. I'm Samoan, I'm Tongan was a mm-hmm. big, big deal. Yeah. But it sounds like this kind of brings it together a little bit. Yeah. Are there are there other Polynesian wards for, for the other islands or is it it's just the Samoan and Tongan? Yeah, in it, Utah. There was a Fijian branch. Mm. Um, but I, th- I think they kind of uh, combined with the Tong- one of the Tongan units. Mm. So in our state, there's, there are eight Tongan wards or eight Tongan units and eight about eight Samoan units, about the same. So what, what is unique, you know, if someone's never been to the Polynesian wards, what is unique about the Polynesian wards versus, the, uh, versus kind of uh, an- another ward that they might go to? <clears throat> Well, you see men wear dresses. Yeah, yeah I love them. Yeah. <laughs> what is the skirts, official? What's skirts. the dress called? What's the skirt called? Iifaitanga in Samoan or I'll just say skirt. Yeah. I'm good with skirt. I like the word skirt. What is it? You probably should, say, you should yeah. probably say lava lava. Can you say lava? A lava lava. lava. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to say you'll, skirt. You'll get in trouble if you say skirt. Yeah. Lava lava. Lava lava is much better. Because <laughs> protect you. Because I cannot say the real word. I yeah. cannot. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't want to say nice skirt <laughs> to somebody. No. Lava lava. Of course, it's a lava lava. I knew yeah. that one. So so you're going to see men in lava lavas, mm-hmm. which I think is so cool. And I'm a big heavy sweaty guy anyway yeah i wish i could wear a lava lava you i don't can. think i can get away with it can i oh you, you can. can i don't think I, well i think well, maybe i need to start going to your ward, ward. If I, yeah. see i need to come to your ward in my ward from. i gotta wear slacks well, what's great about our ward is we have yeah. families from all different types of ethnicities we have a filipino family we have hawaiian families and just really like we have about a handful of caucasian families that are just they just love that spirit the aloha spirit that's yeah, it's awesome. And they wear the lava lava. They, they, they do. Slippers oh. now. Yeah. It's good to Gosh. Go. I wonder if we can get our records transferred. <laughs> uh, I did, uh, like I said, I do a lot of youth conference speaking. And there's the, um, they had a, a Polynesian YSA young single adult conference two years in a row. One year I performed at it. And one year I spoke at it, gave oh, a, awesome. a fireside. That's goals. The spirit is crazy incredible there. And I mean, just there is a different level of love for each other than than you see. I think in in uh, traditional wards, I would call it like the ward I'm in. There's a lot of love, but there's also that barrier, and there's a lot more handshakes than hugs. Yeah, yeah. And the in the Polynesian ward, it was funny because you see people just going up, hey, and it's the kiss on the cheek, and yeah, it's yeah. the big hug. Then it's the, by the way, my name's Dave. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, the but the amount of love shown to each other, I think, is really special. Can, can I say something, too, as far as the... You can say anything. This, this, this is your this, show. This, this is my first time being in the Samoan War, because I always grew up in the East Coast. I always grew up outside of Utah, and not very many Samoans around where I grew up. Mm. <clears throat> I can say, for this, my first experience is, um, there's no judgment, I, I, as far as how open everyone is, as far as... The concept that you go to church to be better is very prevalent in, in the in the Samoan ward. As far as I, no one there is perfect, you know. So I, I don't come across trying to act perfect. I know you're not perfect. I'm not going to judge you for you know you whatever you do. <clears throat> if you have some vices, that's fine. So do I. But that cultivates this 
this tremendous um, feeling of acceptance and love and comfort. It's being and real. It, and it's it's real and it's it's very authentic. And people, they could we could become there as as a family. Like you know, I know you're not, and, and being able to to step away from trying to be perfect, or act like you're perfect, is it's really. Uh, it's it's relieving and it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it gives people a chance to really connect without being fake. Being this is who I really am. I'm, I'm messed up all over the spot, all over here, over here, and this is what I'm really good at. But this is this is why I come to church every day to be better. And that connection, I think, is what you feel. That spirit is so strong, and that, that's it's, it, I think a lot of people who come visit, you'll hear the same just just what you said. The same comment. The spirit is real and it's strong there. And I'm not saying it's not strong everywhere, but. It's, it's something that I truly cherish, and I, I'm grateful for that in the world. Yeah, and I, I would say it's different. I mean, I, I don't know how to describe it other than that it is different. There is a non-judgmental, just come as you are, mm-hmm. which is what the church is supposed to be, right? Yeah. I mean, the church is supposed to be a place where it's it's the hospital. It's the spiritual hospital. We go there to get healed. But instead, I think too often, and we put this on ourselves, where I'm going to make myself perfect, then I'm going to go to church. Right, right. Ra- rather than, which is not how Christ set things up. Yeah, and I see that in the Polynesian ward. Um, one other thing that I learned in both when I was in Hawaii, as well as when I was working with the YSA, the Polynesian uh, uh, stake up there, uh, I got there for the Polynesian summit, the the YSA summit. Okay. And I got there at 6.30 or so to speak at 7 o'clock. And the building was locked, and I was the only car there. <laughs> and I'm standing out there going stressed out about uh, why on earth, building? where is everybody? And I'm panicked. Not the right building. And at about 6.45, the bishop rolled up and unlocked the building. And I was like, okay, this is, you know, this is supposed to be a pretty big summit, you know. Like, <laughs> where is everybody? You know, and the bishop rolled up, and yeah. he goes, oh, hey, you're already here. I got like quarter to seven. And I said, well... Isn't it in like 15 minutes? He goes, well, yeah, but you know you're not. No one's actually going to be here then, right? You're not going to be our 8 p.m. And the same thing was explained to me in Hawaii. Yeah, we yep. started it. We literally started at about 8 o'clock. Yep. And they told me, they, they go, yeah, that's Polynesian. Like, it was surprising to them that I didn't know this. Is that yeah. is that typical for a lot of events? Because I was told that's just how it is. You plan on, you know. Very you, typical. Like, the time, the starting time is just a suggestion. It's, a, it's, a, it's round about <laughs> that. It's a, it's a very casual culture. Um, uh, um, but yeah, Hawaiian time, Polynesian time, that's a real thing. It's, it's an actual thing. So. <laughs> and if you're, if you're married to a Caucasian, like, like I am, <laughs> she gets so frustrated. Because our, our ward parties, right? So our, our church parties, show, you know, show up at 3, she'll show up at 3, and people don't come until 4. And then we get... <laughs> she can't... We've been doing this for how, like five years now, and she still, she still doesn't get the concept, but... Uh, it's it, it's like but, but but the food is still cooked. I think a lot oh. of times people are still the food's ready to go at three. People were prepared, but they just know people are not going to come until four. So they're trying to keep the food warm and oh, just, <laughs> that is great. And speaking of the food, both at the, the Polynesian summit and then that whole week in Hawaii, yeah. they feed you. And I'm a large man, <laughs> but I mean they had so my parents were finishing their mission. They'd been in the same area their whole mission. They had a luau for them. And the amount of food, mm-hmm. and let me just tell you, I tried literally everything. Because if I hadn't, there would have been people who would have left the church. <laughs> there was there was this pressure. They brought me plate after plate of, I made this. And then they would stand there and they would watch me watch, eat it. Yeah, yep. They would watch me just, what do you think? Would you like more? And then the next lady's going, he doesn't want more. He wants this. He wants mine. Yeah. And it was over so I mean, is that is that typical of of Polynesian activities to have that much food? Because yes. at the YSA summit, it was crazy too. Same thing; they fed us over and over. It was explained to me that a potluck is you make the same amount of food that you would for your own family, and and then you bring it, and everybody just shares, right? That's what was explained to me when I came to Utah. But no, you have to bring enough for everybody because everybody has to take food back to mm. you know. And so, yeah, that, that's that's my understanding, at least. I got married 12 years ago. My wife still complains about the amount of food that I told her we had to have in our wedding. She's like, you know how much money we spent on food? <laughs> because just like Harry said, they have to be able to take it back. You gotta have mm-hmm. to. You can't just have enough just for that time. You have to be able to have the, the styrofoam plates, the tinfoil. Yeah. A, a wedding a is, respect. A wedding, the, 
the, the height of a wedding or, or the greatness of a wedding is determined really by the food, not, not the decorations. Mm-hmm. If the food is not good, then your wedding is not good. And so, um, yeah, you definitely got to invest in food if, if you want people to talk about your wedding for years to come. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was one of the things that happened in Hawaii with us was that people kept saying, we're wrapping up plates for you guys. Mm-hmm. And at yeah. first I was like, well, we don't have a fridge in the hotel. <laughs> I can't take it back. And my dad was like, no, stop. Stop. You, you may as well not fight. He goes, Sean, we'll, we'll take it back to our place. People get offended. People get offended. Yeah. He goes, don't yeah, he goes literally, their food. they'll be offended. Yeah. And so we took all the plates, gave them to my parents. And <laughs> but then the next day we went back and had more because yes. the food was just incredible. So your wife is Caucasian. Yeah. Or is your wife Samoan or Caucasian? She's a, she's a mix of, she's Caucasian Maori. So she's from New oh, Zealand. Oh, yeah, from New Zealand. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So you guys are both mixing cultures. Yep. How, how, do, you, how do you balance that and, and help your kids identify with all parts of their, their, their culture? Or do you not? Do you just say you're Samoan? <laughs> Tough deal. You're, 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 you're Samoan. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. It, and I love for them to get to know, to get to know their culture as mm-hmm. far as uh, everything I can about Samoa. Samoa and um, my wife, you know, does a great part, and she's very supportive as well in helping them understand and uh, some of the stuff we do as culture. And it's it's funny <clears throat> when you grow up, you think everyone is this. You know, I, I thought my culture was the same as everybody else, and we thought the same as far as how you talk to your parents. And and, and when they tell you to do something, you do it right then. You there's no talk, you know, talking back. There's no discussion. <clears throat> or just small things like that. I assume my wife was exactly the same. I was <laughs> very wrong when I got married. You were very wrong. <laughs> uh, I have seven kids. I will tell you, it is not that. <laughs> Unfortunately, with uh, with Caucasians, at least with my children, no. There's plenty of talking back. It's 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 a whole negotiation when you want something done. But my Polynesian friends growing up, yeah, it was the same thing. I, yeah. you know, I'd be at their house or whatever, and Dad says something, and. The, the speed at which they would move is incredible. <laughs> yes. like, that, that sasa is, you know. The sasa is coming. Now I get it all. Feel, it's yeah. all coming together for me now, guys. I'm really starting to get the big picture here. So that, that's awesome. And then how about with you? Oh, yeah. I mean, growing up in, my wife growing up in New Zealand and me growing up in, in Hawaii, um, culture or a focus of ethnicity has, has been a, a big part of our family uh, because it's, it kept, it's kept me grounded or rooted. Yeah. Um, but more than anything, we've, we've always stressed the importance of, you know, we have our our Samoan culture, we have our Maori culture, but more important is the gospel, the, the, the gospel, right? Yeah. Um, so anytime there there is something that does not vibe with the gospel, then our focus has always been Jesus Christ, right? We need to focus mm. on, on the teachings of, of the Savior. And so, um, because there are some times where, where our Samoan cultures don't really mesh, but... Um, and then that's, that doesn't happen often, but whenever there is a question, it's, what, what does the, the gospel say? What should we do here? And so, mm. and that I love that. Once we agreed, and it was, that's, that's, that's that. It makes living easier. I, I've, I've spent a lot of my time traveling uh, globally for my, my job, and I've spent a lot of time in Asia and Europe, whatever. And I find that's the one thing mm-hmm. that it comes back to, that the gospel gives us, mm-hmm. is that we all come from these disparate places wherever whatever our culture our heritage right. and everybody has a culture and a heritage my mom is very british she's the first awesome. first generation to be uh in fact I, on her side i'm the first we're the first generation born in the states right wow. so you know everybody's got some some form of culture but the gospel unites us all mm-hmm. we all speak kind of a common language yeah. right because the gospel brings us all together and and we get it um really really cool stuff so so you guys started making these videos uh, when you were in in the ward together, leaving the deacons to <laughs> swim in the lake without anybody, which is just awesome. Uh, how did this turn into then a YouTube channel? How did Yosamo come about? Yeah, I still remember the day. Uh, so we, there's actually four of us that are involved with this, and, uh, and we were kind of talking, and then um, we wanted to start up. Our initial idea was to start but a social media marketing company that was focused on humor because if you've ever been to Samoan Ward or most any Polynesian events there's a lot of laughter yeah. everyone's laughing everyone's oh, yeah. having fun and laughter is a big part of our culture and, and we're called the happy people in Samoan and laughter is a big part of it so we knew we love laughing we like to make people laugh and what if we took that humor and made it on the social media mar- on the marketing side 
And so with that in mind, we're like, that's a great idea. Well, but then we stopped and it's like, well, what if we're not funny? You know, we're funny with our own family, your cousin, your mom and dad will laugh at you. But outside of that, would anyone else think we're funny? And so we thought it would be fun to uh, test the waters by creating Yosamo. So we built a Facebook page and we put some videos out there and we patiently, you know, you sit there and watch and like, yeah. are people going to laugh at this? Or am I going to look like a real idiot and then I'm going to shut this down because I'm embarrassed? And so we kind of went with that. And then um, and then we, we, we pushed a little bit on YouTube, but it was mostly all on Facebook. And then you know, Samuel took off on its own, and then uh, it's continuing to provide clients through our human marketing um, uh, side. So you kind of got two sides. You kind of got the Yosamo, which is the social YouTube, Facebook videos, the, just the funny videos. Then you got Humor Me Marketing. Well, tell us a little bit about Humor Me Marketing, and then I've got specific questions about a bunch of Yosamo awesome. uh, <laughs> videos. Tell us about Humor Me Marketing. I'll take that one. Yeah, so Human Marketing is a social, uh, uh, sorry, content marketing company. We create uh, videos for for companies uh, that that would like to use our type of humor. And so we we have a very small clientele, but uh, um, it's it's fun. I mean, we we've got to get together with the likes of uh, Robbie Bosco, you know, the, oh, yeah. the quarterback. And so um, you know. Human marketing and annual sandwich just opened up a bunch of opportunities that I, I, I would have never imagined. Me being a major, I'm not. A, I don't consider myself a BYU fan. I'm a BYU diehard. Yeah, like I, I am that. You know, there is. That big. I will say there BYU is very very well represented in the Yosamo videos. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to I mean, yeah. it is. Is that is that mostly you, Harris? Yeah, that brings so that. And, to then, it? and then we have another one of our uh, Felipe Filimoyato. He's also another big BYU fan. Yeah, um, rough year for us, but uh, we'll get. To I that. was going to say, I wish wish Robbie Bosco would just come back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he could still tough. still throw. So it's a tough year for all of us. Yeah, yeah for sure. But it's 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 a great um, opportunity for us to to meet different people who who actually want to be in these videos. And yeah. so, um, but yeah, Yosamo feeds Humor Me Marketing, even though Yosamo is a subsidiary of Humor Me Marketing. That's just cool. So the first first video goes up. And you're wondering, is anybody going to watch this? Yeah. Is anybody going to laugh? Yeah. (laughs) What was the premise for the first video you put up on Yosamo? Do you remember? So we, uh, I think the official one that I was really, uh, I remember being nervous about was the movies versus reality. uh, Yeah. Which is kind of a series now. Yeah. yeah. You've done a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been fascinated with the idea. Like you watch movies and, and it looks it looks it looks authentic in a movie, and then you realize in real life that that would never that would never be that never fly. And so, especially for Mormon families, your movies of a family getting ready and leaving versus you guys uh, the reality of it. Now, is that your wife and your children that, that are in that video? Yeah, this is good yeah. sports because <laughs> I've seen her in a few in a few of your videos. And and for our listeners, I mean, please go check it out. All these videos are so funny. But you've got this perfect family. We're ready to go, and they yeah. all go out to the car, as in the movie. And then in reality, the kids are crying, and nobody's ready, and <laughs> nothing's ready. And you're in the bathroom, and your wife's trying to corral kids. Oh, it is so funny, and that is every Mormon family getting yeah, ready for, for church, church right. especially getting yeah. ready for church. Somehow, on any other day, we can kind of get out the yeah. door, but when it's church Sunday, day, it's tough. yeah, and with it doesn't get easier. I've got teenagers. And it's still, you know, we'll have 9 a.m. church, and at 8.50, they'll go, I don't have a clean shirt. <laughs> and you go, what, what did you think would happen? What on earth did you think would happen today? So that was the first big one you put out there that, that you kind of thought, okay, this may take off. Yeah. When did you know that you kind of had something with Yosamo? Probably probably with that same video, because that, at least for me, I don't know, because that's where I, I teetered on, we put it on Yosamo, but... No one was even on the page, and no one was really liking it, so we would have to put it on our personal pages. And I was so afraid of putting it on my personal page because <clears throat> on, a, on the professional world, everyone knows you as you know a professional, and you, you're always serious. <laughs> yeah. Now here I am, this, this goofy side of me that no one knew about, and I, didn't, I wasn't sure if I was ready to let people know that that's a really corny, goofy guy right. side of me that uh, <laughs> I could lose a lot of my clientele or business base what I do on the living, so... I think, but then th- that had I think five thousand views on and, amazing, and, and, that, and that was big for us. We we're like, wow! Yeah. I can't, I can't That's believe a big we deal. got over a thousand views, and mm. we were so appreciative. And so, at least for us, I don't know if that that was the same with you, the, bro. The number, I mean, the number of videos, the, the amount of content mm-hmm. 
that is on YouTube now. Yeah. It's just unreal. So the odds of being able to hit something that connects with people. And now your videos are, I would classify them kind of three ways. First of all, they're just funny. Secondly, there's definitely the Polynesian influence and flavor to them. Yes. And third, there's a Mormon yeah. influence and flavor to some of them. Some of them are totally just straightforward mm-hmm. and just funny. And they'll be funny for anybody. It doesn't matter. There are sometimes when I watch the video, where I watch the videos where, because you guys, you know, I do Mormon stand-up. And all the friends who are not Mormon who will go, hey, I saw your video. I get why some people thought that was funny. <laughs> Because it's Mormon humor, yeah, and, I'll, right. and I'll have to say to them, yeah, if you're not Mormon, you won't understand it. I feel the same way with with some of your videos. Sometimes I'll be cracking up, and I'll go, yeah, I have no idea why that's funny, but I can tell it's funny, <laughs> just on the Polynesian right. part of it. Um, in fact, one of them I watched twice to try to figure out what FOB was. <laughs> FOB, which I, if I'm not wrong, is fresh off the boat. Yes. Correct. Right. Yeah, those people have just gotten yeah, to mainland. Yeah, we just say FOB. Fobs. Yeah. Yeah, they're fobs. Yeah. So so you put up these videos, some of them again catering to a little bit of a Mormon crowd, some catering to Polynesian crowd, and some mm-hmm. just friggin' funny. I don't care who you are. Some of those <laughs> videos are just so funny. Um and then it started to take off. At what point did you feel like, okay, we've really got something going here? I think our so the misheard lyrics video. Oh my gosh, that video I felt, is so yeah funny i felt that was when like wow this is it yeah. this is the one and i, I did i was not a, I, I thought it was funny you know because there were sometimes when we edit videos we're like i don't know if this is funny we'll just, we'll just put it up anyway um but with that one that one just took off from yeah. the from the get-go and so i thought we made it right after that it, like, oh, it took us two days to shoot that we shoot because <laughs> we laugh so much during these videos so we, it's hard for <laughs> us to get like uh a, a final compact you know, uh, take on it, yeah. And so we, the second day, we, we we had to reshoot the whole thing all over again, and uh, it wasn't as funny as the first because the first time these, these jokes are raw. We're just going yeah, yeah. shooting out the cuff and we're just <laughs> cracking up at each other. So, so misheard lyrics is it's two guys in a car mm-hmm. singing along to the radio, and one guy Samson just singing the lyrics completely wrong, and then arguing about whether or not they're wrong. <laughs> right. And it is so funny. But one of my favorite things is we, we've gone back and have watched the outtake videos. And the outtake videos can be yeah. just as funny or funnier. Funnier, yeah. Because there is, there is the video of... Because uh, I have a hard time. I break. I, yeah. I laugh. When I'm shooting something, I can't help it. I'm the worst at it. I oh. just Because I love humor. And I think things are so funny. There is the video. There's a video where you are a a teacher and it's first day of school and you've got Polynesian names that you're trying to pronounce. (laughs) And there's one, there's one guy in class, you're you're trying to get the exact name and you get six inches from his face. (laughs) How many takes did it take to get that, to get that done without you laughing? It was literally 10. Yeah, I think. Uh, at least 10. And the and problem even, was this guy in the background. I, I break all the time. Laughing I can't, the whole yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, they're laughing. Well, the, what's the name of the guy who was who you were, Phil, you were right but, up by him? Phil. Yeah. yeah. Phil, bless him, because I don't know how either you or Phil, because you're six inches, and he's... And he's got all of these syllables in his name. Yep. And it's just it's just every syllable he's trying to explain. And even in the final take, he kind of he still, he still kind of laughs, but he, it's the best take on. you could get. He held on. Phil was awesome yeah. in that video. I just, that is such a funny video. So you've been doing this for about a year now. Yeah. Uh, where, where do you see this? Where do you see this going? Where do you hope it'll go? We, we kind of, we have a lot of different stuff we kind of want to do. But I think it eventually... We were talking about a, a good YouTube series, you know, as far as having actual series and shows on the Yosamo page and, uh, and going from there. Take a little more serious, maybe get a little studio involved and some of the actors. I think it'd be fun to really get more involved in uh, actual con- a continuation of, uh, of uh, ideas and kind of like a, like a little mini series on YouTube. Oh, that would be awesome. I've, uh, Sensen and I have been also talking about, we, we'd love to go on traveling firesides just. You know, sharing our testimonies. In every single one of our videos, we try to leave some kind of an LDS Easter egg. Like, even if it's yeah. just a, a name tag on the fridge, we try to find ways to, you know, all the, other than 
trying to obviously be in a chapel, right? Create those videos in a chapel. But um, yeah, for, for me, I, I just love to be able to travel, go on firesides and, and share our testimony. That would be awesome. That's my favorite thing. That's, yeah. that's, I get to speak at a stake youth conference tonight and awesome. I'm just awesome. giddy about it. I mean, doing stand up for me is a lot of fun, right. you know, but standing in front of youth yeah. and testifying of, yeah. of Jesus Christ the best. and the way that you guys do it through humor, I think mm-hmm. it connects with people in a way that's so organic right. and so natural and so cool. So uh, uh, that's just neat stuff. Um, I got some specific questions about some of uh, about some of the videos, and then some things. The other the other issue I have is that I tried to figure out what my favorite Yosamo video is. <laughs> there are about twenty. <laughs> I cannot believe how much content you guys put out. I mean, you guys are shooting all the time because yeah. when at first I was like, "Wow, these guys must have been doing it for a long time." Then I went back to your oldest video; it was like twelve months ago. Yeah. Uh, my goodness, you October guys shoot. October 18th was the first video that was posted. Yeah, so it's been almost exactly one year. Yeah. Uh, before I get into that, a question. Tell us about Sole. Sole? Yeah. <laughs> Sole. Uh, so that that was your buddy's idea, right? As far as uh, yeah. saying Sole. Tutui's idea. Yeah. And Sole is just kind of like, uh, dude, right? Dude. Bro. And bro. Yeah. yeah. In, in Samoan. So Sole. All times like, Sole, what's up, bro? And, you mm. know, or it's kind of just like, what's up, you know. But it's used in so many different yeah. ways now. Depending on your intonation, it yeah. could just mean a whole sentence of, of words. <laughs> so it's so, kind of like dude. Yeah. yeah. Dude. I, yeah. I grew up in it's, California. It's essentially exactly that. <laughs> dude, was, dude. dude was everything. Yeah. You, could, yeah. you could say a lot. With yeah. Dude. yeah. That's yeah. exactly what Sole is. So Sole is the same thing. Yeah. So you've now branded this into... You've got Sole shirts. You're yep. wearing one now. Yeah. yeah. And people can buy a Sole shirt. Yeah. And so for, for growing up in Hawaii, it was bra. Bra. Yeah. Sole. Bra. Yeah. For Tongans, it's toko. Toko. And yeah, we also have a dude shirt, too. And so <laughs> <laughs> with an American flag on there. Yeah. That's really cool. So people can check that out from your website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So you've got a lot of videos. Some of them are small. I, I finally had to decide what was the funniest one? I'm interested in hearing this. I genuinely, I watched it like three times and I was laughing so hard I was crying, (laughs) is when your face answers before you do. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, guys. That is the funniest thing. And the the quick setup, and I can't do it justice, so I won't even try too hard, but, uh, but it's basically you're doing whatever you're doing, your wife asks you a question, and you just look up. And before you can even say anything, just the look on your face. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what some of the questions are. It's, oh, the, your in-laws are coming to stay with you. Or do the, oh, the jeans first one is, do fat. these jeans make me look fat? And you barely look up. And the fact that it's like a split second of your face, and then you're suddenly walking down the street with a suitcase. The timing on that video yep, is yep. so funny. I just, uh, it's amazing. Uh, it was one of our first ones of those ones. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, oh way gosh, back there. that video. That was our first 100,000 view video. Yeah. One hundred thousand views. Yeah, that was our first one. Yeah, we were super excited about that one. Well, you've got a hundred thousand and four now because of me. Because <laughs> that is so funny. I mean, I was just every guy knows that too. Right, right. Every guy has been asked that get, question, and your wife's making eye contact with you. You get that sick feeling in your stomach. Like, oh, how do I respond? But I, I never thought of it as when your face responds before you do. You can't help it. You can't stop your face from what it's going to do. Oh my gosh, that video is so awesome. You've got one that's really big production. I mean, really, really big production value, which is the Holy War one. Right, right, right. You've, tell, tell us a little bit about what that's it all, is and how that came that's about. That's all Harris. That's, that was a Harris Yeah, thing. It, it was... I mean, I, we, we totally used the, the Holy War as a vehicle to, to, to drive our views up, but... And for our listeners outside of Utah, the Holy War is not an actual Holy War. We don't we don't go out and fight with Catholics or whatever. You know, it's it's not an actual Holy War. It's uh, the the rivalry between BYU and the University of Utah. We refer to it lovingly as the Holy yeah. War. It's and a big it's a, thing. In it's Utah. a big yeah. thing. I mean, that's it gets it, pretty pretty bad too sometimes. And so part of part of my thought because I, I find myself not only I. You know, I kind of find myself getting in, in, in battles with, with close friends who are Utah Ute fans. And so this was just kind of an opportunity to like, hey, let's just kick back for a little bit. You know, let's uh, let's make something humorous out of this. 
um, it, it's really not that serious, you know. And so that was my whole take on on, on directing this piece. But it was it was an awesome, fun shoot getting real fans from the Utah side. So were the Ute fans actual Ute fans? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no yeah. kidding. The BYU hard, fans yeah. were yeah. BYU yeah. fans. They're diehards, both sides. And what is it a spoof of? Of, of uh, Michael Jackson's Beat It. Michael Jackson's Beat It, which I remember watching that that video as a kid. Yeah. I remember thinking it was the coolest, yeah, video. I now I watch it and I go, it's you got to be kidding me. <laughs> These guys are like dance These fighting. Dance, yeah, exactly, dance fighting. <laughs> is that our reaction to it? Yeah. Yeah. Looked it up again like, this is hilarious. Like, it was, yeah, it was funny in the moves they would do. Right. Almost, and they're serious in it, right? Yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. this is cool, guys. <laughs> and and I, I do not even want to tell our listeners how it ends, but the ending mm-hmm. is so funny like i was enjoying the entire video but i mean so the basic premise is rather than these two rival gangs you've got ute fans and you've got byu fans mm-hmm. by the way you've got some big dudes in that video they can oh move. my gosh and they can move and they could dance they could move but there are some big tough dudes in yeah. there that makes dude. it really really fun yeah you said we had the biggest strongest dance crew in the world yeah, <laughs> yeah. those guys are huge yeah i i I, I watched that video and I, I basically said to myself, man, when the world starts to, 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 to kind of come apart, I'm going to start going to the Polynesian War. <laughs> like when, when things get bad, when things get rough, because, man, there were some big, tough dudes in there. You'd be eating well. Yeah. <laughs> you should see our bishop. Our bishop is bigger than anybody else in that video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. He's a former NFL player. Oh, my gosh. And, and you know, even in our stake, our stake has the most former NFL players than any other stake in the in the world, I'm pretty sure. That is awesome. <laughs> so. Yeah, there was this video. Again, I'm not going to ruin it by just telling our, our listeners what the ending is, but you have to go watch the Holy War video because the end, what the, the way you guys, because all the way through, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, how are they going to get out of it? Like, what's the big right. punchline? And oh, my gosh, it is so, so funny. So we'll leave, we'll leave that one there. Uh, another one that I absolutely love is how to get out of a ticket. <laughs> that video. That so you got, one, you got two guys who are about to get a ticket. And you guys are talking about how are we going to get out of this ticket? And you're practicing and rehearsing. You're going to flirt with them. Suddenly you're wearing wigs. You got all this stuff going on. That video, I was laughing all the way through. Then the police officer comes walking up and the police officer is Polynesian. Mm-hmm. And there's this relief. Yeah. So I want to know how much of that is truth. Like if you see another Polynesian, mm-hmm. is there that sense of... Oh, because the the joke in it is you guys go, oh, you're brown too. Oh, yeah, cool. Like, we're going to get out of this ticket. Right. And the next scene, you're in the back of the police car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but among Polynesians, is there that little bit of relief of, oh, okay. Yeah, you try to find common relatives often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're um, not, you know, because the cop was Tongan, Samson is, is Samoan. Um, so if you cannot relate on relatives and friends, right? Because yeah. We, we consider friends family as well. And so if you can make that relation, then consider ourselves, oh, okay, we're, we're safe. You have a good shot. <laughs> we're, okay, we're, we're pretty good. <laughs> but but that, that when you see a, a Polynesian, usually it's, it's always like kind of head nod, like, hey, what's up, buddy? You know, as far as, especially outside of Utah, and, you, you, and if you go on the East Coast or you go to places where there are not many Polynesians, it's automatic family. I, I would gravitate. Like, if I saw someone across the street or across the mall and looked maybe kind of Polynesian, I would walk up to them, hey, you know, someone, someone, and right away, and then you start, you start exchanging names, and my wife sits there, and she's, she'll be like, oh my goodness, this is the whole thing, because you do that, you ask her, what's your last name, are you related to this guy, like, oh hey, we're three, you know, we're cousins, and then there's a big hug, they're over at your house that night, you're eating, they're sleeping over at your house, my wife is like, what the heck just happened, and she sees it all, we saw a guy in a mall, a guy in a mall, now his whole family's at our house, now his kids are giving me, you know, hugs, uncle, yeah, everybody is, <clears throat> I, I love that so much. Man. And Caucasians, we just don't have that bond. I cannot walk up to another Caucasian and just start talking to him. What's your name? Him. What's your name? Bob? Bob? Sweet Bob. Yeah, Bob Johnson? Are you related to uh, Dave Johnson? Yeah, it does not work that way with Caucasians. We, we have that joke every time when people do ask us if uh, we know someone from you know our island, Oahu, or, or something like that. Oftentimes, we're like, oh, you act like I know somebody from Oahu with that name. <laughs> Oftentimes yeah. we do. Like, oh, you, oh, you yeah, guys oh, have I guess that I in your video. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So that leads us to the stereotypes video, mm-hmm. which is so funny. And that Brian. was one of the things was don't ask us if we know people, but then yeah. it turns out you do know yeah, everything. Right. Right? So I want to I want to go through. I wrote down each of the each of the stereotypes. You have to either you have to either diffuse it or confirm it. All right, because the funny thing about the stereotypes video is you go through the whole video, and again, don't just listen to this. Go to Yosamo and check out these videos. But you go through all these stereotypes that make you guys angry, and then at the end, all of them are true, true. for you guys. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, so first one: Polynesians have a short fuse. Mm-hmm. True or false? It's true. Very true. Very true. So, so I will caveat that. So. They'll be your, we're your best friend, right? We're best friend, you're your family, you're my brother. But once you offend me or like my family, that's where the short fuse is, the short fuse is boom. I'm going to try to fight you and try to, <laughs> <laughs> try to cripple you. Because cause, cause I'll, I'll be so adamant to try to be so courteous and good to you. Yeah. And I feel like that, I don't know, something yeah. I feel like that's, that, that trust is violated once you do something mean to me. And then we're enemies, like yeah. just like that. And that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense that if the love is that deep. Yeah. And I think Caucasians were just more shallow. So maybe we don't have such a short fuse because we don't love as deep. And then we're really we... emotional people. Yeah. yeah. All right. So short Very fuse, emotional. you think that's, that's, oh, there's 100%. a reason for that yeah. stereotype. Ask any of our uncles and they all have stories where they beat up all of these people just and drop over a dime because they said something about your sister or your mom. And yeah. Yeah. You don't mess with yeah. family yeah. in the Polynesian culture. That's for sure. Okay, next one. All Polynesians can sing. That was your next stereotype. Yeah. These are all your stereotypes from your video. All yeah. Polynesians can I'm sing. I'm a horrible singer. So, yeah. I, I, that, that I, ha- I hated that because they were like, oh, yeah. come on. You sing. You're good at singing. Like, there are many that do. That sucks. I think you can tell the difference when you go to a, a, a Polynesian ward and you can hear the, the different harmonies. It's easier that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, not, not everyone's a great singer. I will say that. From what I know, the Polynesian cultural music is just really important generally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very yeah. important. That's a big deal. Uh, all Polynesians look alike. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty true, though. That's, that, time, that's like, a funny one. Yeah, there was a video where that, that I was in, and then there was a... So we had that... Um, what was that video? The the Misheard Lyrics video that yeah. I was in, and then yeah. Phil was in the, the Polynesian Stereotypes video right. as the main Polynesian... Um, aside from, from Samson, a lot of people thought we were the same person. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I guess it's, it's true. Yeah. Uh, that's so funny. All Polynesians know each other. We kind of covered a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. And then my favorite one, all Polynesians like Hawaiian pizza. Oh, man. <laughs> that is funny. That one is. That's really you know, funny. I, I like, I don't mind Hawaiian pizza. I hate Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I hate pineapples on all my food. It's, it's funny. Like, uh, that and... Well, what's the what's the one that everyone does? Hawaiian st- Hawaiian st- haystacks. Haystacks. Hawaiian haystacks. That, I do I, not I, care for a Hawaiian yeah, haystacks. I never knew what that was. No, no Hawaiian grew up on that. Yeah, but you, yeah, you come to mainland. Here's Hawaiian haystack. Oh, this is Hawaiian because you put pineapples on it. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> so every, everything becomes Hawaiian yeah. when you have pineapple. <laughs> Have a hamburger, put a pineapple. Hawaiian. It's a ham- Hawaiian <laughs> style. No matter what, you can make it Hawaiian <laughs> style. <laughs> It's funny. I think when you live outside of a culture, there are things you assume. Right. And I, you know, I served my mission in Chile. The number of people who say, "Oh, you served your mission in Chile. You probably have the best Mexican food." <laughs> like, yeah. Down in Chile, nowhere. We are much closer to Mexico than right. Chile. Yeah, nothing at all like it. So, yeah, that was funny. The whole and and you see that if you add pineapple, suddenly it's Hawaiian. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, guys, this has just been so enjoyable. I just love what you guys are doing. Thank you. I'm a big fan. I was a big fan long before the idea. Oh, I got to give, I got to give out a, a shout to your token Caucasian in so many of your yes. videos to Brian. Big Brian. Brian. Brian is such a good dude. Uh, he and I have been friends for a long time, and he's in a lot of your <laughs> videos. He is kind of the token Caucasian. Yeah, he is. And you know what? Congratulations on getting the whitest guy. <laughs> <laughs> Brian is a very fair skin. We have the most awkward handshakes because he can't get it right. He and so he's almost there, Brian. You're almost, almost there, buddy. <laughs> Brian is such a good dude. And he's just randomly in a bunch of your videos. Yep. And he is such a good guy. And he kind of helped us connect. So, Brian, yeah, awesome. thank you for thanks, doing Brian. that. And thanks for being a good guy. Uh, I We're going to end with the same way we end all of our every episode. <laughs> And uh, this question, not looking for any specific answer, anything too big, it's personal. What does being a member of the church mean to you? And 
we can take it from either one of you, Harris or Samson, whoever wants to go first. I, I love that question. Yeah, <clears throat> Samson. Um, I think I think growing up, being a Mormon, I think as, as a kid, you, uh, you you learn the values, you learn what's so important about uh, following Jesus Christ. And then there's a time I think when you're, you're a teenager, at least at least for me, you got to make a decision. You know, my Mormon is so be a good Mormon. You be strong. And stand up for what you believe in. And if it, if I don't want, if I don't want to be a Mormon, I want people to know I am. Then then don't then don't. You make a decision, yes or no. I remember in high school, in, uh, in Washington, I remember that coming to that crossroads, and someone's asking me, "Hey, those those Mormons over there, they're making you know they're doing all these jokes over there, and they're like, are you Mormon?" And I remember thinking, like, you know, if I'm gonna be Mormon, let's do this. You know, let's let's be a strong mm. strong Mormon. And let's let's represent right and try to follow Jesus Christ. And so I said, yeah, I am Mormon. Those are my friends. We are on the same stake. And but I really feel it's important to uh, to show the the love of Christ wherever you go. You know, and that that's that's why I'm Mormon. That that's why I'm so passionate about the church and and striving um, to be closer to Christ. Striving to to uh, to know him more, to be more like him, and also help other people feel his love. Mm. I think is, uh, is is deeply rooted in who I am and what I what I want to do in this world. You want to make a big impact. You want to leave your mark. This is I, I was here, and if and if that if if you have that impact in the world, you want to be for good, and you want you hope that uh, it lasts when people it brings people closer to Christ. And uh, by doing that, bring him closer to the church. And our, everything you know, Sam, everything we've done, kind of going back to what we talked about, said Harris in the middle of, I think, after sacrament, he walked up like, Harris, you want to do a, a funny comedy video thing with together? <laughs> yeah, sure. And yeah. Then, but the premise was to do good in the world. You want to make mm. sure that you do good with other people. You want to uplift other people. You want to have happiness and bring and bring uh, smiles to other people. And you, everything we do in your Sam was always family-oriented. It's always gospel principles right and so if my kids can't watch it if i want my if my own kids can't sit down and enjoy my videos we're not going to say it we're not going to do it we're not going to do anything to touch that with the 10-yard pole we want it to be where our families in the church or outside families that can enjoy it together and uh, and be, be something of good and so if we, awesome. we always look for chances to talk to the people just like yourself we're doing great things and and uplifting and um, and helping people know know about christ we like to involve ourselves with, with, with those folks. We like to support them any way we can. It doesn't have to be any business, but we want to help you know, uplift the world in the best way we can. And we found humor and goodness is the way we can do that. So that's awesome. kind of my, my, my focus. Samson, awesome. Just great. Harris? What's, what's the question again? What does being a member of the church mean to you? Uh, it really is, is everything. Um, I mentioned earlier about how culture keeps me rooted and grounded. That's exactly what being a member of, of this faith does for me as well. It keeps me rooted and grounded. Uh, more specifically, with the Book of Mormon, uh, recently I've been just really trying to dive into that and trying to understand. Um, and, and the Book of Mormon is really where I gained my faith in this restored gospel, that this is um, the truth, that this is the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the fullness of it. And so... Um, and that in itself just gives me a greater testimony that, first, the Bible is, is true as well, um, but that Jesus is the Christ, and that if, if He is the focus of everything, um, then you're set. You're, you're going to be okay, regardless of everything that's going on, um, you know, the, the, the political climate or even the, the actual climate, the weather climate. You know, it's kind of crazy yeah, out there. It is. Um, but being a member of of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and having my testimony that Jesus is the Christ, it, it really gives me security. It gives me comfort in knowing that I'm, I'm going to be okay as long as I, I do what He says. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's everything. Without it, I, I really don't know where I would be. I'd kind of be lost. Awesome. Guys, what you guys are doing is just incredible. Uh, we recommend to, if everybody wants to find you on, on YouTube, search Yosamo. I know that that pops up. That's that's how I found you guys. Mm-hmm. Originally Facebook, also Yosamo. How else can they find you? Or Instagram and Twitter as well. If they, if they use Instagram and Twitter. Instagram. Fantastic. And if you run a business and you hit really want up. to grow your business, hit up Humor Me Marketing. <laughs> and these guys will put together some really, really funny videos for you. And you guys are 
Just awesome. And I love what you guys are doing. You represent uh, Polynesians everywhere very well. You represent Mormons everywhere very well. Thank you. Utahns and comedians. You guys <laughs> represent the comedy culture very well. You guys are thank awesome you. what you do. And thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. My heartfelt thanks to Samson and Harris. I just, I know what came across in the interview. These are two of the best guys I've ever met. Their energy, their enthusiasm, and their spirit is just tremendous. And the things that they're doing in their lives and with the Yo Samo channel, I just, I love these guys and just so much fun to get to spend time with them, especially at five o'clock in the morning was just an awesome experience. And again, please go check out the Yosamo uh, Facebook as well as their YouTube channel. They are awesome, awesome, funny guys. Uh, this week in my Latter-day life, uh, I had a cool week with just some neat experiences. I, I had a few messages come in um, from last week's episode with Monica Moore-Smith. Some, uh, she's just so amazing. And, and it obviously came through because listeners had lots of comments about just how great she is. But people were sharing with me some of their life experiences. And it's one of the things I love. I get messages from listeners saying, hey, your guest said this, and this is what's going on in my life. And uh, I was able to speak at a youth conference this week, which is one of my favorite things to do. And afterward, by the way, these youth were some of the best youth. They sat there so intently listening. And, you know, sometimes I speak and kids are getting a lot of phones out or talking to each other. These kids were just awesome, really amazing. And I had some uh, adult leaders come up afterward and share some experiences with me that related to what I had spoken about. And I just love hearing about people's lives. And this week, I got a message from one of our listeners, Tiffany. And to say she's one of our listeners kind of downplays uh, her role in our lives here in my family. Tiffany actually lived with us for a few years. She was sort of a, a nanny. Well, started out as a nanny and became like family. Other than my own actual three daughters, uh, Tiffany is really like a daughter to me. I just love her to death. And she is now married, uh, getting ready to have a baby and living down in Texas. And Tiffany sent me a message this week sharing how she loves hearing the My Latter-day Life because it reminds her of uh, her own Latter-day Life and that we are all connected. And we really are, not only as members of the church, but just people here having everyday experiences. Uh, there's so much that we have in common. And she had such a wonderful idea. Her suggestion was that this week, and maybe it goes on, maybe it's every week, but I'd love to see this week as you go through your life, the challenge is uh, w whatever you're doing, something with your family, a family home evening, you're getting ready for church, you're, uh, whatever it is you're doing this week, it could be trick-or-treating, whatever, that you share it on social media with the hashtag MyLatterDayLife so that we can kind of uh, see what everybody else is doing in their lives. Because I, I share each week what's kind of happening in my life, but I would love that. I would love to see what the listeners are doing. If you could do the hashtag My Latter Day Life, and then next week on the show, I'll kind of mention some of the ones that we saw. Uh, so whether it's on Instagram, um, and and you're welcome to tag the show if you follow us on Instagram or on on uh, Facebook or Twitter, and just tag the show in it. It makes it easier for us to find, or just the hashtag My Latter Day Life. We would love to see what's happening in your Latter Day Life. And Tiffany, what a great suggestion! Thank you so much. I have the best listeners. So again, hashtag my latter day life and feel free to tag the show. And next week, um, I will go ahead and mention some of the ones that we saw and we'll talk about it a little bit. And again, I love the community of all of this and how we're all tied together. Uh, I'm really grateful for all of you as listeners. Thank you so much. If you enjoy the show, two things that would help us out so much. One is that you tell someone about it, someone who might enjoy the show. And if they're not maybe tech savvy, they don't know how to access a podcast. Remember, all episodes are available to stream at uh, latterdaylives.com. There's a button up at the top, you just click on stream episodes, and you can listen to any of the episodes. All now 15 episodes are available right there. Uh, remember also on 
latterdaylives.com. Show notes for this and every, well, I don't think every show. I think we started doing it around maybe show eight or nine. But uh, there are show notes for this show there. Anything we talked about, it's all the show notes are right there. You can click on it and there will be links and it's uh, a great resource for you. If you want to reach me directly by email, I can be reached at sean at latterdaylives.com. That's S-H-A-W-N at latterdaylives.com. And on social media, we are on Twitter, we're on Facebook. On Facebook, we're Latterday Lives Podcast. On Instagram, it's latter underscore day underscore lives. And Twitter, we're Latterday underscore lives. Really, if you search for Latterday Lives, now it's been nice. We're starting to have a larger following. We come up pretty easily. So again, I hope you have a wonderful week until we meet again next week, where we've got a really fun episode for you next week. It's going to be great. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. And remember, there is a great, big, beautiful world out there. So go be in it, just not of it. Thanks for listening.